today, what we're going to be talking about is a very sort of exciting topic. It's a sexy topic, as far as I'm concerned, uh, which is we're going to be talking about body composition, uh, specifically recomping your body, which basically is a fancy way of saying losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time and what it is that you need to do in order to do this. Now, recently, um, I've had a chap come onto the, onto the um, in the last sort of few months, who's had a pretty good example of what this would look like. Um, and this is Alex. Um, some of you may know him. Um, so in the last sort of six to eight weeks, uh, what he's effectively managed to do is to lose a fair bit of fat, as you can see sort of around the stomach. But also at the same time, if you look at the arms, the arms are looking a bit bigger. Um, he's actually managed to put on some muscle mass as well. Um, as far as I'm concerned, this is, this is the, the holy grail of um, sort of getting in shape. You want to be able to do this as much as is possible. Um, and so what I want to do for you guys uh, today is to help you to understand, you know, what the qualification criteria, criteria are in order for you to actually achieve this kind of thing. Um, and then hopefully trying to distill it down with some kind of some pragmatic advice, some kind of uh, little bits of sort of tips that you can implement straight away, which are going to allow you to sort of get this kind of result yourself and actually get yourself going. So um, one thing I do want to say is typically this kind of this kind of topic is reserved mostly for guys. And that's because mostly it's guys who are worried about uh, putting muscle on. However, I want to make it very clear that body recomp is basically the same thing as uh, as as toning okay and it's very much so if you're you know if you're a lady or if you're just a bloke who's looking to tone um this is the same kind of thing you, your body can only really do two things it can either lose fat tissue or you can gain lean tissue and that's what we're going to try and work out so um that's what we're going to talk about let's sort of dive straight into some of the things that we're going to try and overcome okay the first thing is this kind of old school mentality of, of bulking and cutting. And for those people who aren't um, sort of familiar with this, it is very simply you try and put on as much weight as you, po as you possibly can in order to gain mass. And then you try to basically lose weight very quickly again to try and get rid of fat and try and hold on to as much muscle as you can. This is very much something that was inspired by what people were probably doing 20 years ago. Um, and thankfully, things have moved on. A, no, not too much has moved on since then because the basic stuff still works. But thankfully, this kind of thing is becoming less popular because actually it isn't really the best way to do it. You can be a lot more intelligent. The other way of looking at this and from the other perspective is that lots of people think this kind of thing is impossible. Um, and we'll go into a little bit more detail later in terms of you know, it's how are you supposed to lose fat and gain muscle simultaneously? Um, it's, you know, you have to pick one and then go for it rather than doing both at the same time. And then the last thing is the, you know, the over sort of the, the thought that this is too much effort, that there's no way that you can realistically do this without training six times a week, without measuring all your food and without being really, really precise about everything you're doing. Is it possible for you to do this whilst also having some semblance of a lifestyle? So um, these are all the questions that we're asking. And what we're gonna open up with is a paradox. And that paradox is very, very simple. A paradox is on the one hand, to lose fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. This is popular. Everyone's saying this all the time. You hear this, you look wherever you go, this is what you see. Also, but to gain muscle, you need to be in a calorie surplus. You can't lose fat without being in a calorie deficit. You just can't, okay? Uh, it's not gonna happen. 
at the same time, you need energy in order to grow muscle. So how is it possible for you to be able to do these things simultaneously? And the answer is, is that while you are all one you, your, your muscle mass and your fat mass operate somewhat independently. So although you need to be in a net calorie deficit to lose body fat, you don't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean you can't simultaneously gain muscle. And the reason is, is because your muscles can actually pull resources as in energy from your fat stores, and it can use that as fuel to help to build muscle tissue. All you need to do is you need to be, give your body the correct signals. And that is the essence of it. What we need to do is we need to find a way for you to actually get in really good control of your hormones, get in really good control of effectively your nutrition and training to get your hormones in check. So that what you're doing is you're sending signals to your body to pulse resources away from your fat stores and to put them into your muscle tissue so that you can lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. That's the secret source. So what I want to do quickly is before we actually go into the sort of the more the more pragmatic um, kind of sort of quickly implementable tips, I just want to quickly outline who this advice is for, okay? Because this is potentially a little bit more advanced and you need to have some boxes checked, okay? So the first thing is, is that this is for people who are new to the gym. They aren't necessarily particularly experienced at training uh, or potentially it's people who have been training for a while but they've been doing a bad job of it uh, any of these people will qualify for this and the reason for this is because if you're effectively let's just say you're new let's call it you're new if you're new to the gym you are very very sensitive to the stimulus from the weight training and what that means is is that a small stimulus will have a big effect in terms of your muscles acting like a magnet for those resources from your fat tissue the more experienced you are the more stimulus you have to give to your muscles and the weaker the response is because as you get bigger and bigger and bigger you get more muscles stronger fitter whatever you need to you know your the response from training gets lessened and so what will happen is if you're new one of the things i think you know you can basically look at a dumbbell and you'll put muscle mass on okay all you need to do is just make sure you have enough stimulus and your muscles will suck up that extra energy like a sponge and assuming your nutrition's right which we'll get to uh, it will really work for you the other thing is anybody who is sort of overweight, obese, basically somebody who's got a lot of fat to shift. The reason for this is because although in one sense, it's not actually ideal to have a lot of body fat in order to in order to grow muscle. And we'll get to that in a minute. There is a benefit in the sense of your body has a lot of spare resources in the sense of energy to to use. So your body should be quite good at actually keeping itself fueled while you're not necessarily eating as many calories. So it should you should have lots of spare energy within you to actually assuming that the stimulus is correct. And this is why sort of strength training is such a magical thing is because it can basically tell your body, it's not converting fat into muscle, but what it's doing is it's taking energy out of your fat mass and putting it into your muscle mass. And if you have a lot of energy stored in fat mass, you stand a better chance of being able to put some of it into muscle mass as you're losing weight. The third one is uh, detrained. So anyone who used to have sort of strength, muscle, whatever you want to call it, um, and they've lost it for whatever reason, whether they've been injured or whether they've stopped training or whatever, your muscles actually, when you develop new muscle tissue, you develop these, um, you actually develop more nucleuses, they're called, within your muscle cells. Think of them as like um, sort of little beans within your cells. And they are the, basically, the, the, in essence, what they do is they control the muscle cell. Now, the more nucleuses you build up, or nuclei, I should say, in your muscle tissue, 
basically what that does is it's like muscle memory. It remembers that it used to be bigger. And so what you can do is say, for example, you were a certain size, you lose size because you've got injured. Your muscles actually remember that they used to be a certain size. And so actually you can go back quite quickly. So this is really useful for somebody who's been detrained. They will find that the losing fat and the gaining muscle thing happens a little bit easier. And the last one is anybody who looks like this chap and is uh, anabolically enhanced, let's say. So anyone who's taking steroids, this will also work. So you're starting to think now that's probably covering quite a few people. And the fact of the matter is, is this does apply to anybody who isn't already extremely sort of um, well-conditioned and approaching their genetic limit, which is actually most people. So this is really important. Um, and it's something that I really want you to try and get your head around so that we can work on doing it as well as possible. Okay, how do I do it? First thing is we need to make sure firstly, everything is in context. So this sounds great, but this is not the kind of thing that you can do if your sleep sucks, you don't plan your food, you've got no food prep, you're you know, mindlessly eating all the time, you're sitting at the desk and you never go on a walk, um, or you, know, you don't do any strength training. None of this, none of what I'm about to tell you is of any use to you if you're not doing that kind of thing. This, all the advice today, this is for people who have got the fundamentals in place, they've got their portion sizes under control, and then also, generally speaking, and we, I really want to sort of stress this is all 80, 90% sort of all the time, um, as opposed to 100% all the time, but making sure that the nutrient density is good. So lots of vegetables, lots of protein, um, sort of whole foods, not too many processed foods, that kind of stuff. Um, then you can start to think about potentially going for body recomposition as opposed to simply just saying, I'd like to lose weight. Okay. So if you're, um, yeah, that's that's where you are at the moment. So make sure that you've got these things in place. This is definitely a level four sort of um, thing. And once you get to this point, this is basically it. You know, if you can do this, then you can you can pretty much do anything. Okay. Number two, training is critical, and this is actually, I mean, I put it as a training uh, a training module. This little um, this little webinar uh, because it is about training. And the fact of the matter is, is the only way this works is if you give your body the appropriate signal to gain muscle in spite of the fact that you're not feeding it enough calories to actually maintain your body weight. The thing is, is because they work independently, that's what this will do. Now, I've said in here 10 to 20 sets plus per week per muscle group. That's a general rule of thumb and that's something that you should think about. I'll do that bit for you because I write your program. Three sessions a week. That's an absolute minimum. If you want to gain muscle, you have to do three sessions per week. Okay. Uh, that could be, um, if it's three sessions a week, generally speaking, unless you're in exceptional circumstances, that's three total body sessions a week. Um, otherwise, if you're doing four or five, you might want to be doing an upper lower push pull kind of thing. Obviously, I'll let you know. Um, and if you're doing sort of six, maybe even seven, then that would be the point. But I don't really recommend that people do that because that's a bit much because you actually need to recover from your training in order to gain muscle. Um, but then you would start to do sort of like a, a back day, a chest day, leg day, that kind of thing. OK, you've got to be using weights. Uh, there is no way that unless you are greener than green and you've never, ever done any exercise before, there's no way that you're going to put on any significant amount of muscle mass without using weights. Technically speaking, it is possible to do it with bands. It is possible to do it with body weight. There's plenty of examples of people doing it. However, generally speaking, those people are 
very prone to putting muscle on and most people are not um and the the vast majority of people that are in good shape use weights and there's a good reason for that okay so make it simple for yourself if you're training at home get yourself some weights if you're not training at home obviously you'll have stuff and the last thing is progressive overload you need to be consistently getting stronger every single week and if you're not then and that could just be a rep right that could be we did 11 reps one week we do 12 reps the next week but there needs to be some kind of progressive overload you need to be consistently adding more and more stimulus if you start to get comfortable the muscle stimulus will drop and then you won't get the result so the main thing i'm trying to stress here is that the training is critical and it must be high effort okay it's not just a question of going through the motions if you're anything other than giving it the absolute beans this is not going to work okay you don't have to kill yourself of course but it needs to be intense you need to be keeping your rest break the tempo prescriptions need to be stuck to really tightly weights need to be going up consistently um, and you need to be really training with an attitude that you're trying to improve your strength and trying to improve your uh, your muscle mass Number three is you need to set yourself a goal. So you need to work out where you are and whether you're planning on either A, on the left, you're trying to gain muscle whilst losing fat, or you're trying to lose fat whilst gaining muscle. You need to pick a direction that is the priority because what we're trying to do is we're trying to do one really well and then do one sort of making progress and not going backwards. And for the most part, most people who come to me are on the right-hand side. So for men, it's if your body fat percentage is over 12% and for females is over 22. And what you're effectively trying to do is you're trying to lose fat whilst gaining some muscle. And what I suggest that people do is they make sure they're in a slight deficit. And that's pretty simple. That's making sure that you're uh, hungry between meals. It makes sure that it's making sure that you're, uh, you're not mindlessly eating. It's making sure that you're eating mostly whole foods. More emphasis on activity. So making sure that you're going out for walks, you're hitting your 10,000 a day less frequent feed so you don't need to have snacks between meals you can just have three meals a day or something and if you want you're thinking maybe some more cardio so you could say for example a couple of days a week you do three strength sessions two days a week you go for a little jog you go um you know do some swimming or whatever it is you want to do because that's going to help you to create that that deficit now once you get to this point and if we go back to sort of alex at the beginning what you can see is now he's got down to the point where he is at the point where he's on the left so his body fat is somewhere between eight and twelve percent so what he's now going to be doing is saying gain muscle whilst losing fat so that is a slight difference so now you need to be thinking although you're not changing a huge amount you're saying it's a slight surplus so uh, a little bit more so that means probably starting to have your next meal when you're still not quite hungry so you're maybe um sort of you know you're not, not quite waiting till you're hungry to eat the next meal less emphasis on activity so trying to cut down any unnecessary um sort of energy burning so i don't know if you're cycling to work or you're playing a lot of golf or you're um you know going on big walks the weekend anything you can do to try and reduce that is going to make it help um eat more frequently so maybe rather than going three meals a day going four um and again less cardio so um thinking you know you don't need to be doing that cardio if you've got the time then you should be putting it into strength training once you're Ideally, where we want you to go from eight from, from beginning to end is we want you to start on the left-hand side. Maybe I should have put it on my left, but never mind. Um, start on the left-hand side and get yourself down to that, that body fat percentage range, depending upon whether you're male or female. Stay in that range and then put muscle mass on to the point where you feel happy. That's ideal. That's where we want you to be doing. And then the, the fact is, as you can see, none of this is going to work if you haven't got your shit sorted in terms of you getting the level one, two, and three stuff right. 
if you can't get that kind of stuff sorted, this is going to be way too hard for you to organize, right? So one step at a time, but if you're getting there, then that's what we need to do. And then last thing is to optimize protein intake. And I talk a lot about protein intake, but it's very, very important. What you need to be doing, the, 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 the sort of the, the official stats are, you need to be getting between around one and a half to 2.2 grams of protein per kilogram of lean body mass. So that means that if you are, for example, a 100 kilo male and you have 20% body fat, as measured by your, so your scales or whatever you have at home, then you are 80 kilos of lean mass. Makes sense? And then at two grams per kilo, that's 160 grams a day. Now, how do you decide how much protein you need? If you are um, a more active male, then you wouldn't be higher up. If you are a less active female, then you'd be lower down. Uh, if you're even slightly unsure, I'll tell you what to do. Um, but these are just two examples. On the other hand, you have a 60 kilo female who's 15% body, body fat and 51 kilos of lean mass. So at 1.6, she only needs to be having 81 grams of protein a day in order to get what she's doing. Now, grams of protein is difficult because are you going to walk around if you're out at a restaurant? Thank God we can go to restaurants. Um, if you're out and about or whatever, are you going to be measuring looking at the back of your packet? You can do, but for some people that's a faff. So what I'd suggest that you do is you stick to the level four principles, which is making sure that you've got, uh, you're using your hands to measure things out. Now, if you're big, then you will need more protein. And chances are that your palm size is going to be about 40 grams of protein if you have a piece of lean protein. If you're small, your palm sizes are smaller, it's going to be 20. What you'll realize is most of the time, what ends up happening is you need to have about four palms worth of protein a day. Okay, so we've got a smaller lady who's having 20 grams per meal, which is one palm per meal. And then a larger guy who's having four palms per meal, which is 40 grams a meal. It's pretty simple. It works. It's actually really clever um, because it adapts based on your size. And uh, that's what I would say. So try and think if you're trying to do this, four palms of protein a meal, that would be probably one with breakfast, one with lunch, maybe two with dinner. Or if you're trying to do um, something a bit different, you could maybe do two with lunch, two with dinner, or you could do a snack or you could do whatever you like. Um, but that's what we're going to do. Okay. So if you're um, getting that in all of that in, then basically what we're getting to the point is, is that you can go from A to B in terms of going from somebody who doesn't have a lot of muscle mass and has a lot of fat to lose, someone who's quite lean and actually has a decent sort of athletic physique all in one go. And I mean, it's not exactly like that, but that's basically where we're going. Okay. So um, I think what we'll do 